Hey, what is up, guys? May here with Catholic Curiosities. Um, I really wanted to get this podcast in. I know I've been pretty busy, but I really wanted to get this in before this month ended because, as most of you know, this whole month of October is Mary's month, and it's just a nice way of just honoring her for being Jesus's mother for being such a good mother and for her being able to listen to our needs as well to Jesus through Mary and I just wanted to go over the hundreds of recorded miracles like approved by the Vatican that have or approved or are still in the process of being approved um these miracles by mary there are so many but i just wanted to do a quick series on just some of the ones that are pretty famous or some of the ones that maybe you've never heard before so let's get into it and i'm super excited for this story time so just sit back and relax and here we go so our first miracle on the list is Our Lady of Guadalupe. Um, I really hold this one special to my heart, this apparition, because um, my mother actually gave me a rosary from the church or the site in Mexico because her friend visited that place and gave her the rosary and she gave it to me. So I always use that rosary pretty much every day, and it holds a special place in my heart. Uh, I just really have a thing for wooden wooden rosaries, but anyways, moving on to the story. Um, Our Lady of Guadalupe was, um, it appeared during the 16th century in Mexico with Juan Diego was actually a saint now so what had happened was on his way to mass on a saturday morning he was crossing the tepiac hill when he saw a cloud in the sky and this cloud within this cloud he saw an aztec princess and this aztec princess this beautiful young woman told juan diego tell the bishop to build a church here so he went away to the bishop and Juan Diego told the bishop everything everything he saw but the bishop was like "Eh, I don't believe it so give me a sign and then we'll do it so Juan Diego went back to Tepeyac Hill and he talked to the Aztec princess aka Mary a second time and he said okay the bishop needs a sign or he wants a sign so juan diego ends up picking this huge like patch of roses like a bunch of roses on the in the grass so he picked them up he put them in this cloak and he came running back to the bishop and as soon as he opened the cloak this beautiful beautiful image of mary on his cloak and it is so crazy because there has been like even science analytics that have tested the material of the cloak. They said it's made from cactus. 
and they said this cactus material it's impossible it's insanely impossible how it was preserved that well and this image can even be seen at at the basilica in mexico so if you ever want to see that and it's crazy because throughout all the natural disasters that happen in mexico city all the bombings all the terrorist attacks on this specific image it survived all of that and it just goes to show like man that's divine intervention like don't mess with mary like high key so i just think this is really one of the most beautiful images of mary i actually have one in my room i'm looking at it right now and um a lot of imagery there and a lot of symbolism going on and that could be a whole another podcast but i'm just gonna move on but um our lady of guadalupe please pray for us amen our second miracle we have is our lady of the miraculous metal so i don't know if you've seen this little metal before but it's pretty popular and um this was witnessed by saint catherine labor of france um in the 19th century specifically 1830 so what had happened was she was praying late in the chapel um in her convent the rue de Bac convent um this apparition actually appeared to her twice but at first she was very skeptical but then the apparition of mary appeared again and she truly believed in that in that moment so in the second vision she saw mary standing on a globe holding a golden ball with the the light of the world like surrounding her and if you ever get the chance to look up the image or even if you have your own miraculous medal uh, just take a chance to look at it and i'm just gonna go into the symbolism of each thing um so with it's double-sided but um so the ball that mary's holding of course that's the world so mary is holding our world and the big m that you can see on the middle stands for the fact that mary was conceived without sin and that we can she's the one who could pray for us um whenever we're dealing with um our own sin our own tribulations and if you look as well there is a cross of course this signifies the crucifixion of our lord or people also say that the let me see here in my notes mm. oh okay in revelation 12 1 it states a great sign appeared in heaven a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and on her head a crown of 12 stars so even people think that this whole miraculous metal thing is referring to the scripture in the Bible. Um, uh, just a side note, um, 
but yeah sorry my notes are kind of everywhere but uh just to recap the ball equals the world the m equals um the representation of mary and how she was conceived without sin the cross stands for the crucifixion of course and under on the bottom you can see two hearts this represents jesus and mary's heart and lastly the most one of the most significant things is the 12 stars so this um equivalates or if i don't know if that's a word <laughs> that signifies the apostles 12 stars for the 12 apostles so our lady of the miraculous medal you can buy one online very very inexpensive and definitely something that you can hold on to um, when you want Mary to intercede for you. So, Our Lady of the Mac, Our Lady of the Miraculous Medal, please pray for us. Amen. Okay, our third one we got here is Our Lady of Lords. This is a very popular one. People all over the world come to just go to town and go to pilgrimage with this place so hopefully one day i get my chance but uh saint bernadette um this she was a poor uneducated young lady um who one day was gathering wood with her sister and as she was gathering wood she saw a beautiful lady standing near the wasteland and like throughout the whole year or starting from February 11th, 1858, where she revealed herself as an Immaculate Conception, she actually appeared to her a few more times. And what Bernadette described her as was Mary, she was dressed in a white robe with a golden rosary and a blue belt with two golden roses at her feet. So, of course, if you know um, of this place as well, you know that there is a lot of healing water because there's this well, or not a well, but rather like a stream of water um, that was present um, at the place that St. Bernadette was collecting the wood. So, if you ever get the chance to go there, um, lucky you. Hopefully, like I said, one day I can take a pilgrimage there. This is a very, very popular um, destination. And one of the most popular um, miracles of Mary. So, Our Lady of Lourdes in France, please pray for us. Okay, our fourth one um, is Our Lady of Pont Maine. Hopefully, I said that right. Pont Maine in France. So, in this situation, in 1871, two boys of the Barbadette family during the Franco Prussian War, um, everyone, of course, um, was kind of on edge because of this war. But during the evening, these two boys from this family were doing farm work 
One of the boys, his name was Eugene, he saw a beautiful woman wearing a blue gown covered with golden stars and a black veil under a golden crown. And as soon as he saw this, he said to his brother, like, look, look up in the sky, like, see that? Um, very, very crazy. And even there was multiple sightings from other children. It's crazy because only children could see this apparition. Only children can see this lady. And of course, people saw it as an unusual story. But the fact that many children could attest to the fact that they could see um, Our Lady in the sky was a beautiful thing. And even people say that she was the one who even stopped the war because I guess she also appeared to Prussia, their, their forces, when they tried to in advance um, on Prussia. They saw her in the sky and they were so shocked by what they saw that they, that they retreated. And from there, um, she has been deemed the Lady of Hope. So Our Lady of Hope. So one of those miracles um, where Mary um, is really emphasizing her love for children and her care for children as well. Um, we know um, even later on with Our Lady of Fatima, which is next, um, I guess this is a good seg segue now, but um, in Our Lady of Fatima too, in Portugal, um, Mary appeared again to children. So in 1916, um, three girls, Lucia Santos, Jacinta Santos, oh wait, no, Lucia Santos, Jacinta, and Francisco Marto. So these three girls were herding sheep when they saw the lady. They described her as a woman brighter than the sun who wore a white mantle adorned in gold and holding a rosary. So, of course, we know that Mary appeared to them more than once and her main message was to pray the rosary daily in order to bring peace to the world and to end the war that was happening during their time. And as she continued to appear, every time she appeared, people described it as this sort of a sun dance, like flashes of, of light, like when you looked up at the sun. And this is one of those things that um, you just can't explain. And it's a beautiful thing how Mary holds children so close to her heart and that they are the ones who are carrying out the message that Mary wants. I think that's so beautiful that usually adults are the ones who are supposed to pass down their, ch their church practices and beliefs to their children. But actually in this case and in many cases, especially with these miracles, how it's the other way around. So I think that's a beautiful thing, how we're all one community, one faith, one body, trying to help each other out and trying to teach each other what Mary really wants for us. So 
That is Our Lady of Fatima. Our Lady of Fatima, please pray for us. Amen. And speaking of sun dancing, a lot of people have actually probably heard of Our Lady of Magigori. Um This is placed in Bosnia. She is also known as the Queen of Peace. So what had happened, this was also set in the 20th century. In 1981, six Herzegovinian children, um, children from Bosnia, or Herzegovina, sorry, Herzegovina, sorry, there, got it. So basically, these six children were all given secrets by Our Lady, and they were only to reveal this secret once the apparitions stopped or ceased altogether so they haven't been released yet because apparently the children who are still living are still receiving apparitions from mary so they were vowed or they were asked to never reveal it their own secrets to each other and to the world until the apparition stopped so that's still going um this specific one um is not approved by the vatican yet this miracle isn't approved yet um but a lot of people from all over the world come to this place to see the miracles of mary and this really relates to our lady of fatima's apparition because um, a lot of the descriptions are very similar. So people describe the sun as spinning or dancing um, when you look up at the sky. And people truly believe, and I even truly believe as well, because I've seen many videos um, on, on this where the sun is spinning and dancing, that that is the Our Lady and that is her presenting herself to the world. And it's a really beautiful thing and um if you ever get the chance to look up those youtube videos there's a lot out there um, my mom really exposed me to that and she's been of course wanting to go one day so um if she ever goes i'll let you guys know how that goes i would definitely love to go too of course but yeah our lady of Majigori, please pray for us okay we're on to our seventh one wow um this is our lady of akita in japan uh so this is in 1973 sister agnes katsuko kasagawa was praying in the chapel and she was praying in front of a hand-carved wooden statue of mary and as she was praying she was looking at the statue and as, as she saw this statue it's crazy because it started to move and at this at this point she was so stunned because she could hear the statue crying but people think this is a heresy because of course one she was the only one there and two they're like 
how could she have heard this but how could she have heard this because sister Agnes actually has a hearing impairment but but after this apparition her hearing impairment was healed so the fact that she could hear her crying and the fact that her hearing impairment was healed says a lot about this miracle but when the statue come alive came alive um our lady asked sister agnes to really emphasize prayer and penance and the warning of persecutions and heresies to come on the church in the future so all of these things it's just so crazy to me how the statue came alive like that's crazy and this is not the only case there are so many cases where statues of mary have either cried actual tears or have dripped oil or have cried blood or have um dripped honey like all these things like physical tangible sightings and feelings physical evidence that mary is trying to communicate with us that's what blows my mind so that's why i when i came across our lady of akita that was just so oh you know because how mary can come alive even in the most inanimate objects makes me think like wow mary in it in it in herself is a miracle and she is someone who can procure miracles so i don't know crazy 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 <sighs> man but moving on to the whole idea of how these mary statues actually um do things that are out of this world um that are supernatural there's actually another one um so the eighth one is our lady of tears this happened in syracuse italy so in 1953 a young couple antonio and angelo yanuso if i said that right um they received this mary statue as a gift for their wedding and you know they were very lax catholics you know go to the church on sunday um very easygoing um it's not like they weren't practicing but they were so kind of the middle but anyways antonia she got pregnant um but actually this pregnancy um left her in severe critical condition because she received a lot of um symptoms and diseases um that came along with this pregnancy such as toxemia blindness um epilepsy and even during one of her seizures she slightly recovered and with her partial blindness she saw this vision she saw mary oh wait no sorry rephrase that after one of her seizures um of course she was still having effects of blindness but she could see slightly 
but the first thing she set her eyes on was Mary. And from that, she could see Mary crying. She could see tears coming from this statue. And to think that, you know, this was just a simple gift that they received on their wedding actually became one of the most heartfelt gifts that they could have ever received. It's just crazy to me again because we can see the extraordinary within the ordinary things. You know, we probably have our own statues of Jesus and Mary and to think that those things could actually be something more and that's what symbolism is all about but even in this case that these statues are coming to life it just makes my mind go crazy because of course I'm not saying that we should be looking for these things but the fact that these things are happening and are being recorded and are being investigated by the Vatican and actually being approved that's crazy to me that there is physical evidence on this earth that Jesus that Mary that this whole thing that we call the church is all of this is real it's real everything we believe in like how could you not accept the physical evidence because God knows and even Mary knows like we need physical evidence in our humanness we need tangible things we need things that we can actually see so when they when mary can do this kind of stuff it blows my mind so our lady of tears please pray for us and our lady of keto as well please pray for us okay our ninth miracle of mary is Garabandal in Spain. So Our Lady of Garabandal. Um, this happened between 1961 through 1965. Again, Mary appears to what? She appears to children. So, four schoolgirls witnessed this apparition of St. Michael the Archangel and Mary on Our Lady of Mount Carmel. And similar to Our Lady of Fatima, Mary gave these children a task to spread her word and to spread her message and the importance of prayer and the rosary all these things and it's I keep saying it's crazy but it's true (laughs) it's it's very evident that Mary is not asking for much she's pretty much asking for the same thing or requesting for the same thing within each miracle that she has same miracle or same message different miracles so i think that it is so evident that 
since these messages are recurring and she's saying the same thing, we should probably listen um, to what she's trying to tell us, right? So, Our Lady of Garabandal, please pray for us. And we're on to our second to last one. This is the apparition that was appeared to Saint Simon in the 12th, around the 12th, 13th century. Uh, This is heavily associated, this is actually indeed associated with the brown scapular. And a lot of people see this and they even wear it themselves. Um, I have quite a few and I I know that um, it holds a lot of significance to it because when Mary gave St. Simon this scapular, she said, take this scapular. Whoever dies wearing it shall not suffer eternal fire. It shall be a sign of salvation, a protection in danger. And a protection of, or in a protection in danger and pledge of peace. So that is what Mary said to St. Simon when he, when she presented her the brown scapular. So, if you have a brown scapular, um, probably be a good thing to wear it. And I don't have the prayer on me, but there is a prayer associated with the brown scapular and wearing it um, to fulfill this promise that Mary gave to us when we wear it. So, uh, crazy stuff. So... Our Lady of Mount Carmel, please pray for us. And lastly, is the apparition appeared to by Saint Dominic. This happened in 1214. And a lot of you probably have heard the the name Saint Dominic. He is the founder of the Dominicans. And during this time of 1214, St. Dominic was deeply afflicted by the sinfulness and heretics of of just the world and how the Catholic Church was being a poor example during this time. And um, he was so saddened that he wept for three days and even did acts of mortification on himself in reparation for these sins. Um, So mortification, so extreme torture to his body and... Uh, he went so far to the point where he ended up in a coma. So to think that he did acts of mortification to the point where he actually put himself in a coma. Wow. So actually, during this coma, he had an apparition of Mary. And Mary told him, Dear Dominic, do you know which weapon the Blessed Trinity wants you to use to reform the world. If you want to win souls, preach the angelic Psalter. So as soon as he woke up, he got to work. And uh, if you could guess what the angelic Psalter is, 
it is the ding 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 the rosary so yes saint dominic was the one who received the rosary by mary imagine being the one to receive the weapon of the blessed trinity and even skipping a couple hundred years later and it's still being used as one of the most strongest weapons within our church just goes to show how strong this faith is and how strong tradition is too and how it's been carried throughout all these many 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 years to the point where Mary is still telling us the same thing to pray the rosary to pray in general and to pray um, for the for mercy of our soul, for our souls and uh, just a little history on the rosary um, way back when um, monks they used to memorize uh, the 150 psalms um, because they didn't have that many copies of the Bible and so they would um, they would recite all these psalms and they would have it like in their hearts ingrained in their brains and um, the everyday Catholics would go to these monks and ask him like hey uh, we can't read and we can't really memorize as much as you can but is there something that we could do in order to have a deeper relationship with God so the monks recommended that these Catholics they recite the Our Father 150 times and so they did that but then people had a hard time keeping track of 150 um, imagine trying to count 150 on your fingers and your toes it's pretty difficult um, so people started carrying pebbles um, but that got too heavy so they, carded, they, they actually from then on they said okay why don't we put um, these little knots on cords on string cords um, so they started doing that but then eventually these 15 ministries um, ended up being just five decades so it was shortened that there was 15 ministries and it was condensed into five decades so they were sectioned off into three portions so now we know that these are the joyful mystery the sorrowful mystery and the glorious mystery and during saint john paul ii's time he actually added the luminous mysteries and his justification to this was between the gap of the finding of jesus in the temple and the joyful mystery towards uh, fast forward to the sorrowful mystery and the agony in the garden um he wanted to add something in between um so basically if you don't know the luminous mysteries is the overview or the decades of Jesus's ministry so the luminous mysteries include 
the baptism at the Jordan, the wedding at Cana, proclamation, transfiguration, and institution of the Eucharist. So that is the most recently added mystery um, and is said on Thursdays. So tomorrow, um, you guys probably have a good idea of the joyful, sorrowful, and glorious mysteries already. Um, so I'll leave it up to you to do it on those specified days or if you're crazy enough and um, devout enough um, or just motivated enough um, you can definitely do all 20 in one day uh, definitely know a lot of religious people who um, definitely put that into their day-to-day so saint dominic and our lady of the rosary please pray for us okay guys that was the last one so just to review so our first one was our lady of guadalupe with the beautiful imagery of mary on juan diego's cloak second is our lady of the miraculous metal um appeared to saint catherine of labor of france um this miraculous metal is very inexpensive and you can find it um, online and you can get one for yourself our third one is Our Lady of Lords in France one of the most popular apparitions of Mary and a very popular pilgrimage site so one day you can go there um, appeared to our Saint Bernadette and you can even get healed with the water um, God permittingly right so Our Lady of Lords pray for us our Lady of Pontaim, or AKA Our Lady of Hope, in France, where the two boys were, were out in the field working when they saw Mary in the sky with this beautiful black veil and a bunch of golden stars um, appeared with her. So, the fifth one, Our Lady of Fatima, also a very popular sight where she appeared to the three girls and is now our angel of peace aka our our angel of peace um this is where you can see the sun dancing and shining as bright um, as the stars in the sky um very similar to our lady of magicori uh aka our queen of peace when the six children in bosnia were given six secrets and we're told not to reveal these secrets so still in the process of their apparition so they can't reveal them yet but maybe one day if we're still living and present that we can hear these secrets of theirs and of Mary's so similar to our Lady of Fatima the Sun spins and dances in the sky and this is not recorded by the Vatican but is in the process of being recorded and investigated by the Vatican. Our seventh one is Our Lady of Akita with Sister Agnes when the wooden statue came alive and told her to pray for penance and persecution in the future of our church. And Our Lady of Tears in Italy with the young couple where Antonio, Antonia, sorry, um, after a seizure, saw her eyes being fixated on Mary, who was actually physically crying 
uh, Our Lady of Tears. Our Lady of Garabandal in Spain, where Mary appeared again to four schoolgirls, and not only her, but St. Michael the Archangel as well. Um, they saw her on the on Mount Carmel. And speaking of Mount Carmel, Our Lady of Mount Carmel, where Saint Simon, um, during the twenty, during eleven sixty five to twelve sixty five, was presented the brown scapular, and Mary said, "Whoever wears the scapular, will not suffer eternal fire." So wear your scapulars. And lastly, Saint Dominic, the founder of the Dominicans who in 1214 was um, was given the rosary by Mary herself during his coma. And he, she told her, she told him, I'm so sorry, that whoever would pray these angelic psalters would win souls. And that's our goal at the end of the day, that we win souls. And I hope that these miracles are just evidence to you that Our Lady is a very special lady and that she deserves our recognition and that her miracles are definitely not going unnoticed. Her hundreds of miracles are definitely not going unnoticed by us and are still continuing to be miracles for us to physically see and understand and know like, wow. How could I deny that physical evidence? And sometimes, like I said, yeah, physical, that's pretty cool. But sometimes some of these miracles are supernatural to the point where it just can't be explained. And that's how God is and that's how Mary is. That their miracles, that their doings can never be explained by our human thought processes. And it's better to keep it that way so we can focus on just our faith alone. So I hope you had a great month of October with Mary. And I hope that you had a deeper relationship with her through the rosary and through her prayers and intercessions throughout this whole month. And our Mary, please pray for us. As we say in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Again, this is May here on Catholic Curiosities. Thank you for listening. God bless.